Today in the newscast, with Lebanon on the verge of collapse, do Iran and Hezbollah smell opportunity? And how will Israel be affected? Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. Some major news out of Israel over the weekend. Israeli officials say they broke up what may have been the largest smuggling attempt along the Israel-Lebanon border in years. Close to 50 pistols and a good deal of ammunition were seized by the Israel Defense Forces along that Israel-Lebanon border. Of course, that is where Hezbollah lives and breathes. They rule southern Lebanon along Israel's northern border with an iron fist. And Israel believes that a senior Hezbollah operative by the name of Hodge Khalil Harb may be behind the increase in smuggling attempts along that border over the past several months. Now, it's not only weapons that are being smuggled or there are attempts to smuggle them over that border, also drugs. Remember, folks, Hezbollah has shown no hesitation over the years to fund its terror activities through drug money. They do that to great effect and with great success in South America in particular, a place called the Tri-Border Region where Argentina, Brazil, and Paraguay meet. Hezbollah for years has been involved in drug trafficking there. Now, according to one Israeli TV report, the destination for these smuggled weapons would have been radicalized Arab Israelis, likely in northern Israel and around the Galilee region. So, folks, essentially what we would have is the proxy of Iran, Hezbollah, using Arab Israelis as their proxy to attack Israel. Hezbollah is being very cautious right now in terms of when they will attack, and they are choosing their spots very carefully. They don't want to provoke an all-out Israeli response. That's why we did not see Hezbollah get involved in the recent war in Gaza between Israel and Hamas. Hezbollah stood pat, and they watched, and they waited, and they observed That's what they will continue to do, but looking for openings, quite literally, uh, along the Israel-Lebanon border to smuggle in weapons to their proxies inside Israel to carry out attacks. But in the meantime, Hezbollah is in a holding pattern of sorts, waiting for the right moment. Hey, it may be years, it could be months, but we know that that great northern war is coming that will pit Israel against Hezbollah and its patron, the Iranian regime, in southern Lebanon And in Syria, according to Israeli officials, that war, which is coming, is a question not of if, but when. In the meantime, Lebanon, where Hezbollah has made the southern portion of that country its home base, Lebanon, folks, is on the verge of collapse, quite literally, an economic and political disaster. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett commented on the situation a few days ago, saying, yes, Lebanon is indeed on the verge of collapse. Israeli officials are watching the situation there very closely. And he also said, this is what happens to countries where the Iranian regime has a presence. He was very accurate there, of course. Iran has had its hooks in Lebanon, in particular in southern Lebanon and in Beirut since the 1980s, courtesy of its most lethal, most powerful proxy, Hezbollah. And it's hard to argue with what Bennett said. Folks, look not only at Lebanon now, but Yemen, Syria, Iraq, Gaza. These are all regions, areas, states, 
in the Middle East where Iran has a heavy presence, where they are using proxies, and basically where Iran has states within a state, courtesy of their proxy forces. And the same sadly appears to be happening in Lebanon right now. Will Iran and Hezbollah attempt to take advantage of the chaos to give you an idea of how dire the situation is? I can't put it any better than this article in the Times of Israel did over the weekend. Lebanon is grappling with a raft of shortages, including gasoline, and the government is discussing lifting subsidies it can no longer afford amid what the World Bank said is one of the worst financial crises since the 1850s. Folks, that's Lebanon right now. This article goes on to say that the local currency in Lebanon has lost more than 90% of its value on the black market, and Lebanese state electricity companies are providing less than five hours of electricity a day in most areas. This sounds more like Gaza than it does Lebanon, right? That is how dire the situation is getting. Obviously, it was pushed into overdrive last August. It's hard to believe we're coming upon the one-year anniversary of the Beirut port blast. You might remember it. We talked about it here in the newscast last year. It looked like essentially a mushroom cloud over the Lebanese capital of Beirut. Massive explosion uh, at the port there. A lot of people think there was some kind of Hezbollah link. Uh, to the ammonium nitrate that went up in flames and caused a great deal of death and carnage and economic damage in Lebanon. So the nation of Lebanon is still reeling from that incident nearly a year ago in which the government essentially collapsed. Remember, folks, Lebanon has not had a functioning government in nearly a year, and you see the bitter fruits of that on the ground right now. People are literally going hungry in Lebanon And Israel, remember, Lebanon and Israel have no formal diplomatic relations. But Israel, uh, the defense minister, Benny Gantz in particular, the other day, is offering humanitarian assistance to their northern neighbor. Obviously, Israel has an interest, not only from a, a humanitarian sense, but in a geopolitical sense, in seeing stable neighbors uh, on its borders Israel does not have that, sadly, but Lebanon, look, racked by civil war and various unrests since the 1970s, Hezbollah now with a state within a state in southern Lebanon. So Israel has reached out, offered humanitarian assistance. They did the same last August after that Beirut port blast, and Lebanon rejected the assistance that Israel offered. Now, big question what do Iran and Hezbollah do? Obviously a very precarious situation that Israeli officials are watching extremely closely. What do Hezbollah and Iran do? Will Iran kind of swoop in and play the role of savior in Lebanon? Already over the past few months, Hezbollah, in particular in the Shia communities in southern Lebanon, has set up almost a parallel economy of sorts Hezbollah is filling the void, so to speak, and providing food and medical assistance and other sorely needed services. Hezbollah is only stable because of the Iranian regime, which funds, arms, supports Hezbollah and is the reason behind the existence of Hezbollah. Iran created Hezbollah in the early 1980s, but folks, without a doubt, Hezbollah undoubtedly the most powerful force in Lebanon right now. So you would think that Hezbollah and Iran would look to take advantage of the chaos and see it as an opportunity. 
From a pure common sense perspective, it makes perfect sense to stand with Israel in these perilous times in which we are living right now. By the way, these are also Bible times, and I believe the instability we see around the world, including right here in the West, is a sign of the times. Not only Lebanon, obviously, on the verge of collapse. Sadly, keep the people of Lebanon in your prayers right now. Also keep the oppressed people of Cuba in your prayers today, folks. The largest demonstrations to break out against that tyrannical communist regime in decades taking place in Cuba, the Cuban regime, uh, moving in to crack down violently on any dissent. So keep the situation in Cuba in your prayers. Keep Lebanon in your prayers as well. Hey, in the meantime, remember later this week, that is Thursday, July 15th. Wow, time flies. It's already mid-July. We are having a Watchman live stream right here on the YouTube channel between 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going for a straight hour live here on the YouTube channel. I will take your questions, so be sure to send in some good ones. We'll do a Q&A during the latter portion of the live stream. Join us for that. We'll be talking all things Middle East, how it affects you no matter where you live. And I always love on these live streams to share a bit more about myself and my background and my walk with Jesus and my testimony, so we think you'll enjoy it. Also, remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I believe Instagram is eric.stackelbeck, at eric.stackelbeck, and at Eric Stackelbeck on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us there as well. We've always got material there every day. And of course, subscribe to the news channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. We're coming to you every day, Monday through Friday, and Sometimes on the weekends, depending on the news cycle, and we take great joy in being watchmen and women on the wall for such a time as this for you. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.